0: Hello and welcome to what I usually call your favorite hour of the week, but probably more like a half hour this week. And that's because the Chiefs have locked up the number four seed in the AFC playoffs. And I'm Pete Sweeney with the block father, the barbershop, Joel Thorman. Today, we are actually missing the real barbershop. He is in Atlanta with family celebrating Christmas. But we got an interesting podcast here today because Joel, for the first time, We can say it. Patrick Mahomes is starting a regular season football game this weekend. Rolling with my homies is what they say, Pete. Yes, I'm very excited. This is, like, the
2: perfect situation right here that you have, like, what's normally going to be a boring week. Uh, But, man, this looks like now, like, one of the most anticipated games of the year. It's kind of crazy to think. Are you
0: saying that you didn't get this excited when Chase Daniel was (laughs) going to be behind center? Wasn't that an
2: awesome game, though, that Chase game a few years ago? I feel like it was, like, super entertaining considering, like, what it was. Um, so I'll hope for something like that, but uh, man, I haven't looked forward to a like non-playoff clinching game like this in a long time. This is awesome.
0: Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. It's Sunday afternoon, noon Arrowhead time, but it'll be in Mile High Stadium. New Year's Eve, three twenty-five Pete. Oh, I'm sorry, three twenty-five p.m. Corrections on on the fly. Three twenty-five p.m. Thank you for correcting me. New Year's Eve, so you can watch the game before you celebrate 2018 rolling in. If you're watching from Kansas City, Beth Moens fellow Syracuse Masters grad uh, analyst Jay Feely on the call. It'll be interesting to see Beth Mullins on the call for this game.
2: Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I didn't catch the Monday night game that she did earlier this year. I think she did maybe a preseason game that I caught part of. But awesome, more more, more power to her. I hope, I hope we get to see uh, more women in, in spots like this.
0: From what I remember, the general consensus, at least on Twitter, which is obviously always very aggressive, was that Beth was doing a phenomenal job, and Rex Ryan, who I think – Probably ESPN thought would do a similar job was just a little bit nervous. wasn't really having that Rex personality that they thought, and I think that was also the game with the sideline reporter who said that Vance Joseph was having the time of his life.
2: Oh, was that the who? Who was that sideline reporter?
0: Sergio Dip.
2: Yeah, Sergio Dip. That's right. I wonder how guys like Tariko or Sean McDonough like lifelong announcers, feel when a guy like Rex Ryan just like pops up, thinks he can do this, like you know. Hey, no problem.
0: And you know what? There's probably a couple of you know, fringe NFL players that are trying to become analysts, and all of a sudden you blink twice, and Tony Romo is the number one analyst on CBS. And
2: he's amazing at
0: it. No, he's very good. That's, very that's good. like the thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, it is the Chiefs and the Broncos. Chiefs are in the playoffs for the fourth time in five years. And, Joel, as you mentioned in your article on ArrowheadPride.com this weekend, the Broncos stink. It's what awesome. is What does that mean for a lifelong Chiefs fan?
2: Uh, well, Chiefs fans know that uh, the Chiefs have probably had more down seasons than the Broncos um, in the last like 30 years. I was actually looking it up. The Broncos have had one sub five win season uh, in the last like 35 years, so they're like never this bad. Um, so yeah, I had to I had to poke the bear a little bit and mention uh, you know that we need to appreciate. Uh, As Chiefs fans appreciate this season of the Broncos being so bad because it doesn't come around so often, Uh, I had Broncos fans attacking me all the way through this morning uh, for for pointing that out. Um, They're pretty they're pretty fired up, Uh, and that's that's you know that's why it's a fun rivalry because they they still get pumped up about a five one season.
0: A couple weeks ago, you ticked off the Ravens fans for the Justin Tucker best kicker in the league uh, comment, which. Again, Harrison Butker named the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week second time this year.
2: So Butker's one away from getting into top 10, field, top 10 all-time field goals made in a season, and he missed the first three weeks of the season. That's insane. I mean, it's a very Chief-like offense that he's kicking so many field goals. Alex said something about that, but still, that's, that's nuts.
0: For, I mean, you still have to make the kicks. I mean, yeah, you have, yeah. To, you have to get the attempts, which the Chiefs offense unfortunately sometimes provides, but at the same time, he's getting the attempts and he's making the kick, so it, it is super impressive, and I think the biggest thing about this whole kicker thing, uh, unbelievable that we're talking about Butker before Mahomes, but I think the most un- unbelievable part <laughs> about this kicker thing is that he was available to everybody in the league, and for him to win this award for the second time joins Tyree Kill and another player I'm, I'm forgetting right now, as the only rookie to win AFC Player of the Week twice in the year. Yeah, it might be, but that's two Chiefs. Yeah, yeah no, three. that's, that's, uh, <laughs> man, uh,
2: I, I just go back to like week three when Santos got hurt and I immediately, you know, the Chiefs were doing really well and I immediately went to this is going to be the thing that screws us. You know, like they're going to start losing big games because the kicker can't make it. Like it just, it was, as a Chiefs fan, I was like, this is what happens. This and, is the way it goes. And
0: right away on Monday Night Football, they needed him for the game winner, and, and he nailed it through and, and hasn't really looked back since. He's had a couple missed kicks. It seems like he actually misses more kicks that are closer in range for whatever reason, but, uh, again, I think this is a guy that could be the kicker for the next 10 years, maybe a Dustin Colquitt type of situation. Again, he was available to anybody on the Carolina Panthers practice squad. The Chiefs went and got him. And here's the news. Talked a little bit about it already. Patrick Mahomes will make his first start this weekend, and it will be against Paxton Lynch, someone the Chiefs did have interest in at one point. The Broncos hopped over them in the draft. Dodged a bullet there. To select him in the first round, and now you have a matchup, Mahomes versus Lynch on Sunday. Reaction and expectations. Could you imagine
2: if the Chiefs actually took Lynch
0: a couple years ago? Yeah. Uh, Because his
2: agent even said the Chiefs were trying to move up. Like, his agent said it.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I've heard some things, too, that there was a lot of interest from Dorsey and the Chiefs, impacts in Lynch, and it's just incredible how things ended up. You know, like, they didn't end up getting him, and then it seemed, at least again from things and rumblings that I've heard, that Mahomes was more of a fit anyway. So right. that the way things worked out, it, it seemed like for the better. But that said, we haven't seen Mahomes in a regular season game yet. I mean, we've seen Lynch, and he struggled. Trevor Simeon beat him out for a job. But you really don't know what to what what to expect from Mahomes until you see it. I feel like
2: the difference being Andy Reid. Um, if if Lynch had uh, this setup with Alex Smith and Andy Reid in this offense, like I think he would be obviously much better than the the little glimpses the, the little glimpses we've seen so far. And uh, Mahomes, um, you know, you can only go back to preseason at this point statistically, he might have had the best preseason in the NFL. <laughs> so, right. you know, he 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 did look pretty good. He made a couple of, like, wow throws. And if he just, like, puts up a, you know, 200-yard, one-touchdown, no-pick day, like an Alex Smith-type game, like, I'd be pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a guy who has now sat the entire year. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a stark difference in styles. So That's going to catch Chiefs fans a little bit off guard. And it's going to be... Basically, a 10-month tease, and and again, there's no guarantees that Mahomes even starts next year with the way things are kind of going now. Alex Smith having the best season of his career with an opportunity here probably to lock up his job. If he were to win four games in the playoffs, it'd be hard for the Chiefs to walk away from a Super Bowl champion quarterback who's had the best year of his career. Uh, That that being said, it could be a 10-month plus one-year type of tease. So it's just going to be an interesting Sunday. And again, super unique situation, right? And again, I think the thing that's maybe like most interesting is you just don't know the future. And normally this game would be so boring. Like if you're your backup quarterback, no offense, Philadelphia Eagles was Nick Foles. Yeah. Would you care about this game? You may be doing something else with your family because you know, you'd be locked in the next week. It's
2: weekend. New Year's Eve.
0: Mrs. Arrowhead Pride even
2: asked me, uh, you know, if I could get someone else to cover uh, part of this game because it comes on New Year's Eve. And I was like, are you kidding me? It's Patrick Mahomes playing, you know, even she figured out that Mahomes was playing. So it's a big deal.
0: Yeah, and it should the game, as you mentioned, is at 325 p.m. So that should be wrapped up. By the time the New Year's festivities kind of start to, no, begin. yeah,
2: it's it's actually it'll be pretty good timing. So you can't you can't get started too early on uh, New Year's, in, in my experience. So uh, I think you know seven
0: o'clock, the game's ending. That should be pretty good. Should be a good New Year's Eve and hopefully a nice New Year's Eve present for Chiefs fans if Mahomes has a good game. I wonder this myself. Like, what would the threshold have to be for Mahomes to start getting Chiefs fans to say, should we start him in the playoffs? <laughs> and there, I'm not saying. It's a low, you know, it's one of these, like, okay, quality games. I'm saying, like, what if he went out and just threw for seven touchdowns, tying the record, and, like, 500 yards? Wouldn't Chiefs fans be like, I don't, I don't I'm know sure there would be,
2: be some people, but, like, I go back to when we actually talked about wanting to replace Alex earlier this season, and that only came after Alex put up, like, his three worst games of the season in a month. They lost all the games. The Chiefs are teetering on the edge of the playoffs, and only at that point were you know, I thought any serious discussions about Mahomes coming in. So I don't think there's anything, um, you know, I would love to see him go out and throw for 400 yards and seven touchdowns <laughs> or something like that. Like break Foles' NFL right. record or wh- whoever owns that, that, uh, that, that record. But um, I, I just think it's going to be more of a, it's it's going to be a little more subdued um, just because I don't think any Reed's going to give out his whole offense. Like I don't think he's going to dump all the trick plays out or anything like that. And I think there's, I don't know what the dynamic is, but I wonder if Andy Reid wants to, to, to you know, maybe stop some of the possible Mahomes talk. Like, do you, I'm just not sure that there's going to be like any serious Mahomes talk, you know, coming out of this game, like as far as like the playoffs and all that.
0: No, I, I, I mean, I don't think so either. I was just, I'm kind of like playing right. devil's advocate. What if we had a situation where he just went out and, and lit it up? I think it should be interesting also to see. If Mahomes is running the Alex Smith offense or if it's tweaked a little bit for this week, because as you mentioned, Andy Reid ain't showing anything that the Baltimore Ravens or the Buffalo Bills could see if they wind up in the playoffs. You know, he's not going to want to show anything to this point. So will it be a dumbed down air raid shotgun style offense? I tend to think maybe. Yeah, I think
2: it'll be closer to that than what we've seen um you know, with Alex who has like full command of the offense. Um, but you know, the West coast offense, I think there's like a, you know, version of the like basic offense that you can throw out there that Mahomes knows, you know, what the X does and Z does and all that. Um, so I think he's got like enough of a handling, I'm sure he does of the playbook to play a game. Uh, but you know, he, he probably doesn't know the 99% of it that Alex does. Um, and that's fine with me. I mean, do what he's comfortable with. Like, I don't think you need to be shifting your tight ends all over the place and, uh, sh- you know, running all these other guys in motion. Just like, let the guy go out and be like comfortable with routes he knows and like be natural. Because I think that's the key for Mahomes is, and the Chiefs have said that before that he's like, you got a natural feel for this. So don't, don't let him, don't make him think too much.
0: Yeah, and I think last thing to keep in mind when you're watching this game is this really isn't necessarily a true read because I don't think you'll see Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, or Kareem Hunt. Right. So, and
2: you're going against to Tlaib, Chris Harris. Those are really good corners.
0: Right, and Las Vegas actually made the Chiefs underdogs. Going, you know, Kind of knowing how Andy Reid operates going into this game, the, Chiefs, or the Broncos are actually three-point favorites. So again, I think you evaluate Mahomes as an individu- individual player, but this won't be a true read as to how he will be with you know the best tight end in the league, one of the best running backs in the league. Now one of the best wide receivers, that gadget player on the right. on the right side. I would I would compare it to yeah the, the
2: Tyreek the gadget player. I would compare this to like preseason where it's more like, hey, I'm just excited to see the guy. You know, rather than breaking down like every little thing. Of course performance does matter, but big picture, like man, I just want to like have fun watching my rookie quarterback.
0: <laughs> like that's it, you know? That's right. Well, that's Patrick Mahomes. Want to get to injuries going into this game. Benny Logan and Tom Bali missed practice with knee issues on Wednesday. Kevin Pierre-Lewis was limited with a shoulder issue. I think if there's any chance that there's some kind of injury you're going to see that player sit this week i don't expect benny logan to see one snap with any kind of knee issue going on and i kind of liked
2: uh, seeing jarvis jenkins the other day when uh, logan you know wasn't playing as much so sure sub
0: sub jenkins in more let's let's see some more of him game storylines mahomes versus lynch is the obvious one our old friend jamal charles recently came out with a quote saying he's unhappy in denver the denver broncos have not been playing jamal charles so he said hey listen if I'm not gonna get the snaps, he might as well release me. He wants to play in the playoffs. He knows what he, he knows how old he is.
2: You know every Chiefs fan at least thought, like, all right, would we bring him back? You know, I don't I don't think that's realistic, but absolutely I wondered, like, ah, kid could, could you save the fifty third spot on the roster for Jamal? Let him come back and get a ring if the Chiefs can make a
0: run. I mentioned to you before we started this podcast, I don't think Jamal Charles will be a Bronco next year, but I still think he has enough juice yeah. to be a running back on a team's roster, I just wonder where that is. I mean, you kind of get a better idea after an NFL draft where you see teams kind of fill in, you know, where they need somebody. But you heard these Chiefs running, running backs talking. He's a great mentor for these young kids in the locker room. And I, There's still a role for him, like well, a change of pace back. He's still averaging, like, you know, four and a half or five yards a carry. I feel well,
2: like I just don't understand why they didn't, like, just go out there and say, Jamal. 20 carries this game, like, this game's all yours. Let's see what you can do, and, like, let's just run this thing until the wheels fall off.
0: Let me throw you a nightmare scenario. What if the Broncos released him after week 17 and he goes to New England? For, Shut up, Pete. For one, one more run. That
2: would anger me.
0: Very, very James Harrison-esque. A, a huge mess going on between Pittsburgh and New England right now. And you're seeing the national narrative. Everyone's just assuming the New England Patriots and Pittsburgh Steelers are going to meet in the AFC title game. Big James Harrison matchup. It's going to be the Chiefs' job to play spoiler on that narrative.
2: Yeah, I love that we're getting some drama like that before the playoffs. Um, You know, whenever we look at the NFL, like whatever we're sure is going to happen never actually does happen. So I don't think it's going to be a Steelers-Patriots-AFC title game. Um, I don't know... Who's gonna spoil it? But uh, i am just no. Oh, it's gonna be the Chiefs and the Jaguars, yeah. just like everyone. Yeah, exactly, everyone expected. exactly, exactly. But like seriously, every time we say we definitely know how this is gonna happen, something else happens. So I don't know. We'll 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 see what actually does happen. But I love this drama, the Steelers Patriots drama. Like right before the playoffs, like it's it's like a TV show.
0: I love it. <laughs> this is like you know your your uh, second to last episode of the season. It's crazy how many of these situations have happened in recent years where you have a legend with one team who's known for being on that team and then all of a sudden with Brett Favre. Yeah. And Brett Favre went to go stick it to him. Right. And it, it, in a, in a way it seemed that seems that way now that things are coming out with James Harrison. James Harrison as it turned out and what the players are saying, he wanted to leave Pittsburgh and he wanted to join New England. And you had mentioned earlier this week, you know, maybe the Chiefs should have went after him. I mean, it seemed like he wanted to go one, you know, one place to begin with.
2: Honestly, I would have thought about claiming him just so he's not facing Eric Fisher in the playoffs. Um, he doesn't get paid a lot of money. Uh, you can carry the roster spot like that was a serious consideration for me. He can be Tamba two Give him eight to ten snaps a game. I think he can still make a difference. But I mean, seriously, just to uh, you know, he, he's if you go back and look over the last year, he's hardly played except for two games playoffs against the Chiefs in week seven or whatever it was earlier this year against the chiefs um, and they were talking about Eric Fisher during that game, so honestly, for that reason, I would have thought about claiming him <laughs> well, and to keep him to keep him away from somebody else not that he 's this like i know he 's thirty nine years old he 's old yada 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 he 's still he 's sort of like tamba though um, you know where he may give you like ten to fifteen snaps a game and get like three or four hurries and that that makes a difference right
0: now no, I agree, another storyline to watch in this game, Mitch Schwartz is. The NFL's version of the Iron Man for the offensive lineman. He's had 95 starts in a row. Uh, that's more than 6,000 plays where he has not taken a play off. There was some chatter this week whether or not Andy Reid was going to let him play. What I foresee happening is Andy Reid is going to let him play the first series, and then it'll be his, his play streak will be over, but he'll at least get the start. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I think he might play the whole game.
2: Really? Um, you know, I think Andy might leave it up to leave it up to them. Um, you worried about Vaughn? But when I tweeted out that quote from Andy Reid saying, "You know, we're not sure what we're going to do about Mitch Schwartz and his snaps played," like, but Andy said that he knew about it. Uh, Jeff, Mitch's brother, um, you know, wrote back to me and said, "You know, this is a unique situation. Like, I know Mitch is going to want to go out and play, and." If his brother's saying that, I got a feeling he's probably accurate
0: and Mitch really wants to play. Um But could you really take a chance in the playoffs with a right tackle? I just don't know if they'll make that move. I would be concerned about putting Mahomes out there uh without Schwartz going up against Von Miller. It's an interesting, it's an interesting call. I mean, but on the right side, there there have already been reports, Matt Derrick reporting that. Uh, Parker Enger will be in for LDT. So LDT
2: doesn't have a snaps played streak. Um, I think it's unique. I think Andy Reid uh, is going to respect that. I think Mitch ends up playing the whole game.
0: You wonder if LDT joins the training staff for the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there'll be a bunch of backups in besides Patrick Mahomes this week. Is there someone in particular not named Patrick Mahomes you're interested in seeing how they do with real regular season snaps this week?
2: Um, a few, Akeem Hunt. Uh, you know, I think he's got like only like four or five carries this season. Um, I'd I'd like to see him. What's What's a full game look like for him? Because uh, I still really
0: don't know what kind of player he is, to be honest. Here's what you do know about Akeem Hunt, which is interesting. C.J. Spiller was having a great camp. He looked pretty good. We all thought he'd make the team, and then the Chiefs kind of messed with them a little bit, signing him, releasing him, signing him, releasing him for this kid, Akeem Hunt. So, and I understand C.J. Spiller's in the twilight of his career, but there's something the personnel staff really liked about Akeem Hunt, and if he's going to be featured, you're going to get to see him with more, probably more than 10 carries, I would think, right. in this game. You'll get to see what they see,
2: and they 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 liked him coming out of the draft too. I know that. Um, so yeah, they they've clearly had a little bit of interest in him. So yeah, there's and there's there's got to be something there. Sharkantrix under contract for another year, or so. It's not like he's going to be guaranteed the number two spot next year. Um, but I'd like to see something, uh, you know, just like a full game from him. Because all we see is the fourth quarter, like, you know, two carries to wrap it up. Um, Jay uh, I want to see Demarcus Robinson, especially. I think Demarcus I see-
0: Robinson, if you look at this whole year, has kind of a disappointing year. I think we expected yeah. more out of him. Yeah. So, you know, maybe in a a feature type of wide receiver role, because you got to think he's going to be the number one this week, right? DeMarcus Robinson, then maybe he can do something we haven't seen so far. Yeah. I mean, we saw some of that in the preseason, um, you know, some of the broken down plays
2: when he'd go to DeMarcus Robinson, maybe he's got some sort of connection with uh, Mahomes there. Um, It's also a tough deal. Like I, like when I think of DeMarcus Robinson's year, I think of like several plays where Alex has just missed him. Like he's been open, like, Oh, he should have made that play. And that's, probably part of you know not running as the number one all off season. that was chris conley um you know doing that throughout throughout the season so i'm sure that's part of it but at the end of the day like if you're a playmaker like like tyreek you know like you just you you fight through all that and you make plays and he hasn't so far.
0: There's a handful of plays, too, I think we saw from Robinson on sidelines where you can see a little bit flashes of, okay, maybe he could be a number He's two. He's got the body and you see
2: the hands every once in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, I expect Tyreek Hill and Albert Wilson to be down. You're going to see these kids. And, again, you mentioned J.U. Chesson. Patrick Mahomes had a little bit of a rapport with Chesson in training camp. I want to see if that translates to the regular season. You'll get an opportunity to see him this week. He's been in many of the special teams' plays this year, uh, so – that's kind of the Chiefs' mo, you know. When they when they they draft you and they feel like you may be a little bit raw, we'll throw you on special teams. Justin has been great at that, and you get to see him as a wide receiver. Defensive side of the football, I think the guys who stand out: second rounder in Tano Passanio, yeah, Sean's guy. I got to say it for him since he's not here. Him and Estat, the Rova from Villanova, <laughs> and the fifth rounder in Ukeme Igwe. Yeah, I really want to see a league
2: because I remember in camp they talked about him being like advanced and looking really, really good. Um, and then I just like forgot about him uh, for for part of this season. Um, obviously, they've got a number of inside linebackers there, so he was going to be kind of buried. Uh, but, you know, I really want to see like a full game out of him. He was hurt a few weeks ago. I'm assuming he's pretty healthy by now. Um I mean, who else along there? Like, any of those defensive linemen, a full game from Nacho is just, like, most excited dude of
0: all time. Like, he's going to pump me up. How about Demetrius football? You think he'll see any burn? Orson Charles.
2: Yeah, Demetrius football and Orson Charles. um, I'm sure you got to run those two tight end sets that Big Red loves. Uh, Yeah, Orson Charles.
0: He made a uh, big catch last week, Mr. Orson.
2: And I I went back and watched Mahomes' highlights. He had a couple of really good throws to Ross Travis, that tight end, that one on the run where he just was an absolute bullet. I think it was to Ross Travis. Um, So... Yeah, I would I – would, I'll, I'll, I'll take anything from Mahomes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I – Screen passes to Orson Charles, like, bring it. I, w- I want to see the fire on that screen pass.
0: Guys, I don't expect to play at all, or if they play, it'll be very little, are uh, the big three. I don't expect to see Travis Kelsey. I don't expect to see Tyreek Hill, and I don't expect to see Kareem Hunt. And then on the defensive side of the ball, Benny Logan – Donald Ali, Derek Johnson, Marcus Peters, and Darrell Revis—I think will all be very limited. So you get to see some really secondary players. Revis,
2: I wonder Parker um, as well. I think about uh, taking out as well. Those,
0: these are guys who play 100 percent of the snaps every week.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, usually he's he's sat those guys. And if you're just you're old like
0: Revis, you know you get the time off.
2: I although I do kind of wonder since he just came back a couple weeks ago if they don't send him out there for a little bit.
0: So I, I saw Darrell this week at, during Christmas. He was at Q39. Oh, nice! Getting some ribs, so he'll he'll be at least he'll at least be. So he's a ribs guy, huh? At least ha- he knows. He'll. Ha- <laughs> I think Q thirty. I don't. We don't. We don't need to get into this discussion, but I think Q thirty nine is the best barbecue in Kansas City. So I like his taste.
2: Uh yeah. I'm not sure we can get into that discussion. I definitely think it's up there. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but
0: <laughs> we'll save it for the barbecue we, podcast. Yeah, we when, need to do a barbecue podcast. When we come back, we'll have game predictions. We'll play a little game called. New Year's resolutions, and we'll read your tweets. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Arrowhead Pride podcast. Pete Sweeney here with the blog father, Barber Shop, Joel Thorman. And we have Seth Kaiser <laughs> joining us on the line to tell us what he predicts in this Denver Broncos-Kansas City Chiefs game in Denver, 325 p.m. Arrowhead time. Sean's not here today, Joel, so we'll go to you first.
2: I think the Chiefs are going to win this game, of course. Uh, Mahomes is going to start his career out 1-0, and and for the first time in 30 years, a quarterback the Chiefs drafted in the first round will win a game uh, for them. And I think the Chiefs are going to go 27-24. They'll have a little
0: uh, trouble with a bunch of starters sitting, but Chiefs win. Yeah, I think the Broncos have nothing to play for, whereas Patrick Mahomes really wants to put on a show this week. He will, he'll say he doesn't want to, and it doesn't matter, but he'll want to, and he will. And I predict a similar score, 31-21, to in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they... Roll on with Mahomes to the playoffs. Seth?
1: I'm going to go with uh, uh, 32-16. The Chiefs pull it out. Um, I'm in agreement with you guys. Mahomes has a lot to play for. The Broncos have nothing to play for. Um, I I really think that he's going to do well, uh, and I'm excited to see him play. And just on a side note, can we glorify in the fact that the Broncos – are favored by three at home, which, you know, you get three points for being at home, right? So Vegas says the Broncos with their starters are the same as the Chiefs sitting their starters. That's amazing.
0: That's a good point. I Seth. love it. And that sounds like an arrowheadpride.com feature a yeah. little bit later today. It's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seth, I like that prediction. That's three guys picking the Chiefs this weekend. Before we let you go, what did, what New Year's Eve advice do you have for the listeners?
1: New Year's Eve advice. Um, you know, there's the obvious—the designated driver. As an attorney, I cannot tell you the number, the amount of business that we get after New Year's Eve is almost astonishing, really. And so that, that, that's the that's the obvious one. But you know, as we're breaking in a new year, when you're setting when you're setting your goals, make them reachable. Oh, that's my sage advice for the day.
0: So go. So, so if you're gonna, you want to go to the gym, maybe go once a week instead of five times a week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't set up a goal. Oh, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose 30 pounds in the next 30 days. It's like oh, maybe just drop five. <laughs> you know, like, I'm gonna go on the keto diet. Maybe just stop eating cake for breakfast. You know, yeah. these are the make them fair. make them reasonable. My wife's making me go on the keto diet, so I I have no say in the matter. So for all of you who have free will. That's what I think you should do.
0: So no Z-Man for you in
1: 2018? No, not that I know. Well, she's only making me do it for 21 days. Okay. So we'll see. You know, I, I doubt I'll be traveling down to the playoff game, so I don't think it'll affect me that way.
0: All right. Well, later today, uh, take some before pictures. We'll tweet them out.
1: <laughs> you know, your desperate attempts to get me shirtless are noted, <laughs> Keith, but, uh, but believe me, nobody needs that in their life.
0: All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, man. Yep. Take it easy, guys. Later, Seth. Seth Geiser. Always a treat. <laughs> it was good advice. <laughs> he always provides good advice. Reach, reachable goals. At the end. All right, here we go. Moving on, we're going to go to what I call New Year's Resolution. So Joel and I are going to take three rounds. We're going to name each other Chiefs players and the New Year's resolution they should have for 2018 and beyond. So do you want to start or with me, or do you want me to start with you? I'll pick a player for okay. you. All uh, right.
2: Derek Johnson, what is his New Year's resolution?
0: Derek Johnson's New Year's resolution. Since I can't play anymore, I'm going to be the best broadcaster I can be. Listen, I, I think we all know that Derek Johnson has kind of lost a step this year. Still good in coverage, as we reported on ArrowheadPride.com this week and, and through PFF. Uh, but listen, I think it's time he goes out when he's still a little bit on top. I think sometimes you see these players who, unfortunately, maybe Tom Mahali have kind of stayed a year too long. So I hope Derek Johnson can go out on top like a Michael Strahan did, you know, winning a championship at the end of his career. You know, I think this is the final run for a guy like DJ and Tom Mahali. So that's my New Year's resolution for DJ, be the best broadcaster I can be. Okay, I'm going to pick Marcus Peters for you. <laughs> Well, how about Marcus Peters? Um, I think
2: he should uh, have a resolution to continue getting tons of turnovers, and averaging two and a half in the last two weeks uh, per game is uh, pretty strong. But also, um, I think he should uh, work on not uh, throwing things into the crowd. Footballs. He shouldn't punt the football into the crowd, shouldn't throw the referee's flag into the crowd. He should be like Kelsey and throw it at the referee's face. (laughs) Uh, instead, that keep no, things, that's a mature response. Keep things
0: in in the playing field. <laughs> yes, yes.
2: So whenever he steps on the field, keep all, keep everything on the playing field, and also wear socks. Uh, when
0: you uh, run out of the stadium and come back, keep your socks on. It's important. It's important. Or Sean Barber will get you. Remember, he's also the uniform judge. That, yeah, that is NFL right. That.
2: that is right. I forgot about that. <laughs> all right. Um, Second round. I'll give you one. Uh,
0: Eric Fisher. Eric fisher okay i would say it's a tough one yeah it is (laughs) you can't just say get better Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you could but i'm gonna say get better slash don't be afraid to talk to the media you know if 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 you're getting pushed away from speaking with the media and you want to speak your mind i think you should get out there and and speak your mind if if the pittsburgh steelers are coming out and saying saying look for james harrison this week get out in front of the camera and say I'll be seeing you this week, James Harrison. I think Eric Fisher's a pretty good left tackle in the NFL. I think he has room for some swagger, and maybe if he threw some swagger out there, he'd even you know get a little bit of juice, play a little bit better. I think the Chiefs honestly could have a better left tackle, but they're pretty fortunate to have Eric Fisher. But listen, don't be afraid. If you want to, you, you want to get back at the Steelers, you want to say something. As Andy Reid uh, says, let your personality show. Let your personality show in 2018, Eric Fisher. All right, Joel. Um, let me get a good one for you Eric Barry uh invest in some new achilles
2: <laughs> um no, I would say uh man, just can I just say keep being who you are, but get on the field next time um no, you can yeah uh Barry, I would say uh New Year's resolution is to uh never leave the chief's facility. Uh, stay with the team everywhere because it's
0: made a difference. The dude, time.
2: yeah, like this could just be one of those like storylines that is, you know, somewhat like media created, but you get the quotes from the players who are like, no, no, it's different when Barry's here. Like, it's totally different, you know? Um, So if he can just stay with the team, whether he's hurt, whether you're playing, uh, just stay with him because good things happen when Eric Barry's around. Great. All right, um, final
0: round of the New Year's resolutions.
2: What? Is the New Year's resolution for Demetrius Football Harris?
0: Uh, this is—I mean, this is a this is a layup, or maybe in you know Demetrius, former—I don't know if you know he played basketball in college. Did maybe it, maybe a dunk for Demetrius, sir. Get some new catching gloves. <laughs> you have a terrible, terrible tendency to drop wide open passes, and I understand. You know, Adam Highstre reported in training camp. I think it was that. He had really focused on this in training camp, and it was going to be a different year as far he as... He did. That was true. And, listen, <laughs> we didn't see results. Maybe a new technique, maybe some meditation, DDP yoga, whatever it takes. Find a way to catch the football, because, as you saw a few weeks ago, I mean, I'm, I'm actually... I can't recall the team against it who, who it was, but he's pretty dang good in the open field. Yeah. You know, similar, similar traits to Kelsey. I mean, I don't want to compare the two, because Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL. But in the open field, he was evading tackles. He can do it. So maybe just, hey, catch the football, buddy. We like you. We call you Demetrius football for a reason. Let's, uh, let's get it together.
2: It's seared into my brain. Rich Gannon uh, was the announcer who was saying that uh, Demetrius Harris is uh, dangerous in the open field.
0: Well, there you go. Last, uh, last guy for Joel. Let's say Spencer Ware. Oh, wow um reclaim that number two job
2: I think the number one job is gone uh that's going to be Kareem's no question about it uh but I would like for him to carve out a role as a number two back Sharkandrick West only has 18 carries on the season but I think a lot of people agree he has a valuable role he comes in on those third downs uh he can pass block so Spencer Ware like Figure out what your role is going to be on this team, this new look team, where Sharkandrick does what he does. You know, we're going to go. We're going to get a look at Akeem Hunt, and Kareem's the man. Uh, you know, find out where you fit.
0: There's room for three running backs on this team, and you would hope, I would think, that it's Kareem Hunt, Spencer Ware, Sharkandrick, Kendrick West. Like those are your three. Akeem's kind of that wild card, and, and and it'll be interesting to see what he's able to do this week with, like again, more reps than we've seen him get in, in previous weeks. And that's. That's New Year's resolutions. I mean, I, I thought that was a nice little segment. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. That was good.
2: <laughs> All
0: right. Last thing we're going to do today is read some of your tweets heading into this big weekend. Patrick Lynch at PW Lynch. Broncos have never been shut out at home in their history. If any can, if anyone can do it, it's Paxton Lynch. Disgust. Oh, that, that'd that's be a, true. That'd be a cherry on top of a Yeah, that uh, would be amazing. Good I don't think cheese. they're
2: going to have a shot to do it just because they're going to be missing all their playmakers? There's no way. I if mean, you put the Chiefs' starting defense out there, though, like, I mean, I would really think about it, that, that that's possible. Because the Chiefs' defense, I don't know if anybody realizes how good they've been lately. They haven't given up more than, like, 17 points in a game, I think, since uh, the Cowboys game. They've yeah. gone, like, five in a row where they've kept them in the teens uh, and and really been been really pretty good, um, you know, for, like, six weeks now. I know it doesn't always look pretty, but – yeah, the results are there, so
0: it could They're be crip- close. Kryptonite being Josh McCown. I yeah, yeah, no kidding.
2: <laughs> I I I predicted the Broncos would score twenty four points, uh, mostly because I think the Chiefs are going to be playing a bunch of backups. It's going to be one of those games that
0: I, I just don't think they can shut out the Broncos with the backups either. I just don't. I just don't. You I, just
2: I mean, you only got to get to the forty in Denver if to, a, to have a shot at a field goal,
0: right? And if if anything alone, it's it's rust. Like these players, even though they may be good, I mean, it took Darrell Revis a whole week. To really look like similar to how he was before, you right. know, so I, I just don't, you know, they don't get they don't get as many reps during the week, so it's just hard to think the defense could shut out a team. Granted, I don't think it's impossible, I, you know, I think it's a non-zero percentage chance. Paxton so. Lynch does look really bad. He also looks like a pirate, which I love.
2: Yeah. Arr. I mean, he, he looked, like, just out of place. Not just bad NFL quarterback, but, like, doesn't even belong at this level. He needs, we'll see.
0: He needs to be uh, – since he does look like a pirate, he needs to be the backup on either the Raiders or the Bucks. Get that – because, I mean, that, that would be very fitting. Or
2: the East Carolina Pirates is probably more where he belongs.
0: Is there a pirate CFL team? Peter Yedrick at XAX Zimmerman Racks. Nice. Does he'll play the first series? Does Reed give fans a moment of unrestrained excitement and send him on a this. go route? Are my fantasies the last sixteen weeks all for naught? The drama from Peter, that would be awesome. I don't think so. Didn't they? Didn't they go deep
2: like the first few? Like the first play that Mahomes took, like every game in preseason, I thought he like immediately stretched the field.
0: Well, Mahomes was made the number two, and they gave him one play. I remember with Hill, didn't they in the preseason where and he like just he, went deep? He went with number one. Yeah, it was like the first play right away, they they stretch it. There were were definitely a few moments at camp where you saw Mahomes and Hill. Yeah,
2: and the reason why I even, like, Tyreek shouldn't play, if he's a key player, he shouldn't, you know, I think the Chiefs will probably sit him. But the reason I at least wonder is because Andy Reid knows what the fans are thinking, and, like, we saw him preseason when he dialed up those long balls right off the bat. Like, he gets it. So the only reason I think he, you know, could potentially play is just Andy serving up a Christmas present to the fans, send Tyreek deep and just let her fly.
0: I just don't, I just don't think that some of these guys are going to play, including Tyreek Hill, because there's a lot to be said for two weeks off of your feet. Yeah. If he does play, he has to warm up. You know, if he doesn't, he kind of just gets the whole week off where like, there's no strain on the legs. That's why I think a lot of these star players are just not going to play. Yeah. Unfortunately, and that's fair enough. So, yes, your fantasies the last 16 weeks are all or naught. Michael, at Michael Estelle, I fear the Ravens are uniquely designed to subject us to another one-and-done year in the postseason. Are you guys worried about that?
2: I don't think they're good enough on offense. Um, yeah, I am definitely worried about it. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I think they're a better team than the Titans or the Bills. I'd feel more comfortable playing either one of those teams. Uh, but... I just don't think the Ravens have the offensive power uh, to get it done against the Chiefs defense that, you know, like we were saying, has been pretty darn good for a while now. Let me hit you with a scenario here.
0: The Buffalo Bills play the Miami Dolphins. As we saw last week, the Miami Dolphins stink. So I give the Bills that game. You have the Cincinnati Bengals, and with all these rumors and reports, could be Marvin Lewis's last game. They're playing the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to want to win Lewis's last game. He's been their coach forever. There's a little bit of motivation there. So what you have there is a recipe for the Buffalo Bills and the Bills Mafia to be coming in an Arrowhead. I don't even think the Ravens make the playoffs. I'm going out on a limb here. I picked for SB Nation this week. I think the Ravens lose, so no fear of the Ravens. That would be,
2: that would be fun, though. As, like, a fan, just a football fan appreciating the Bills. It's been so long for them. Like, I could be down with that. As long, that as, they be awesome. as, long as they don't win. Yeah. Oh, if they win, then they can go to hell. But. <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, two more tweets. Eric Williams at Red Cow, nice handle. What's the ceiling for this team? I, I've already said the roof is the ceiling for this team, but what do you think?
2: I mean, they can go all the way. Uh, I'm not sure how likely it is that they're gonna. I, yeah, I,
0: that's a, there's definitely a non-zero percent chance. Again, like I think sometimes teams sneak into the playoffs at like eight and eight backdoor or nine and seven. Like if the Titans were somehow in this playoffs, I'd say zero percent chance that they may win the Super right. Bowl. But the Chiefs are non-zero.
2: Yeah, no, I think they have as good of a shot. Probably, I'd say even a better shot than the Jaguars, um, just because the Chiefs have a little more. I like that defense, playoff experience. Yeah, no, I I, I like the Jaguars' defense a lot too, um, but I do think the quarterbacks matter. Um, and a lot of these, uh, when all things are equal, I go to the quarterback battle. I'd probably take Alex over Bortles right now. Um, so I mean, I'd, I'd put the Chiefs as third, tied for third, uh, best team in the AFC. That team has a shot. You know, Antonio Brown could be hurt. You know, he is hurt right now. What if he's not playing? You've already beat the Patriots. Like, if I sit here as a Chiefs fan, give me enough time, and I'll talk myself into it,
0: you know? I saw a video of Antonio Brown the other day. He was, like, working out, doing, like, power moves, and he was barefoot. I don't know how cool it is in Pittsburgh, but I don't know what he's doing. Anyway, this one from, and he writes his name as, rejuvenated optimistic AFC West champ fan. (laughs) At Bill Sember. What does Alex need to achieve in this postseason to be back next year? I say get to AFC Championship and play competitive. Game, he'll be 60-40 coming back. Get to Super Bowl, 80-20. Win Super Bowl, 100.
2: I like those odds. Um, I'd put getting to the AFC Championship game would make it a 50-50 proposition for me. Um, and it would have to be because of Alex Smith and not that, you know, Alex played horrible games and they got five turnovers a game or something like that. Um, but I think there is like, how often can you say that, you know, three games or, you know, a few games like can make, can change this much for the franchise. But I think it's true here. Did
0: Alex Smith become an elite franchise quarterback this year? I, there's an argument to be made that he did. And you can't, I, I mean, chiefs fans have seen it. You can't guarantee that in the NFL. Like, it's so Kansas City Chiefs that they finally get a quarterback when they have, like, a quarterback battle. Like, yeah. why, where, where was Alex Smith, like, 10 years ago? You, yeah. know, you know what I mean? But I've gone back and forth on this all season. I thought early on in the season I was like, oh, shoot, he could be back next year. Then in the mid, middle of the season I was like, there is no way he's back like the, next year. And then they decide to play well at the end and are going to be very dangerous in the playoffs. And now all of a sudden I think there's a good chance he could be back next year. Does it matter in the playoffs? I mean, I think it'd be very hard to explain to the Kansas City media. I'm sorry. I think it'd be very hard to explain to you know the media and like through the media, the fans, if he were to make the Super Bowl walking away from Smith because I think there's a lot of fans are going to want to see him stay.
2: Yeah. And it's not like he's making... $30 million a year. For a quarterback, he's pretty reasonably priced. So now, I think there is a way. It, it would be more difficult, but I think there is a way you go in there and say, you know what? I just don't know what to do. I'm just going to hit pause, keep Alex. Let's roll.
0: You know, one thing I think about is if you're in Alex camp, right, and you propel this team to a Super Bowl championship, do you even show up for training camp without a new deal?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, no, that's a good point. Um, I think Alex knows that's not how the Chiefs are going to go about it. But, Maybe Andy Reid's looking at it from the other way. This is a time to build Alex's value. If he takes him to the Super Bowl, I'm not accepting anything but a first-round pick.
0: And at that point, he, he'd probably be worth it, especially when you see, you know, he's still, what is he, 33, 34? Yeah, oh,
2: yeah, no, and there's plenty of quarterbacks and playing Tom good Brady until they're 40. 37, 38. Yeah, yeah.
0: so, um, yeah, no, I, I think, shoot, if he gets to the Super Bowl, you almost expect a first-round for him, Yeah. which they would maybe flip. Because they I, don't have, remember, they don't have a first rounder this year. He got two seconds four years ago, and I think he's only helped his value since
2: then. So, I mean, I would take two seconds again with a, with a year left on his deal. I think he's he's, he's it's hard pretty to predict what's going to happen because you need to see how the playoffs play out. Yeah, it, that's th- this is fascinating. This is really fascinating. There's this it's a it's kind of a unique situation here where like I think if you if you ended right now, into the playoffs right now, you'd have one answer. Um, And if you went after the divisional round, you might have a different answer.
0: And there's a scenario, too, Sunday, and, and again, I mentioned, you know, tapering your expectations because Mahomes isn't going to have the skill position players, but if for some reason Mahomes went out there and had a horrendous game, it does make you think twice. I mean, you saw Matt Flynn play a fantastic game, and it got him all sorts of money. So it it can happen in the other way, whereas if Mahomes struggles – then maybe Alex Smith doesn't the, have to do much the chances
2: of Mahomes coming in and just having a horrific Paxton Lynch like day i just think are like zero like just not going to happen i don't think one i don't think Andy Reid would put him in that position uh two i don't think he's that bad um it, i i just don't see that happening at all i think they would he would protect him if it looked that bad but i mean we saw Mahomes play in the preseason like he's not he may need some work but he's not a disaster yeah i agree I mean, he's not not Paxton Lynch bad, like where you just don't look like
0: you belong, you know? Remains to be seen. Anyway, that's this Sunday. It's the Chiefs and the Broncos. Patrick Mahomes' first NFL start, 325 p.m. Arrowhead time. Beth Moen's on the call. He's Joel Thorman. I'm Pete Sweeney. This has been the Arrowhead Pride podcast. Make sure you have a happy new year.